0: Your hosts are here Sammy and
1: Michelle By the end of this podcast You'll know them well Adulting, navigating The journey of life Careers to relationships Pain and strife Put down the rule book Rethink the status quo If there's another direction You wanna go Find purpose, passion and mastery In all that you do We're Status Host Adulting. Hey, satisfied adulting fam. This is Sammy and Michelle, and you're listening to episode 99 of our podcast, where we are talking about how to be positive versus toxic positivity.
0: Oh yes, and I am very positive about this being our
1: 99th episode. That's right, people. 99 episodes, and the podcast ain't one. Something along those lines.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll work on it.
1: Back to the topic at hand. Positivity. 99 episodes and negative podcasts ain't one. Oh, okay, there we go. All right, okay, <laughs> it's a Stretch. Okay. It's a stretch, but we're here for it.
0: You know what? We're reaching, we're going for it. This is how we got to 100, y'all. Mm-hmm. Back to positivity. Sammy and I wanted to talk about positivity because, as you may or may not know, but you probably know if you've ever met us, we are extremely positive, optimistic people it's almost crazy it's a little bit wild some people in the world also believe in something called toxic positivity different so we figured that we would take a look at being positive what does that mean is there such thing as too much positivity we wanted to talk all about that and sammy you know what this reminds me of tell me a couple years ago i was talking to my new manager after my last manager had gotten fired after two other people on my team had gotten fired, and I came into that meeting as positive as a ray of sunshine, and I said, that's my cue. I am not interviewing for another job. I am in it. And my manager told me, he literally looked me dead in the eye on Zoom, and he said, maybe you should be. Oh, damn. Most contentious conversation I think I've had in my life. I cried after. Majorly awkward. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> the point is, is I stayed positive after that when a lot of people thought I was crazy. And (laughs) whether or not it was crazy is not the point, but I think of that moment so often where I was just like, you know what, I got this. And to like come up against the wall of negativity was
1: wild. It's true, Michelle. We are extremely positive and some people may find it a little bit odd sometimes, especially when things are not so great and yet we are still positive. I think part of that is because we come from an extremely positive family. Yes. Our parents are so positive that I see myself as like the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> Relative to their positivity, I am like Scrooge.
0: Literally, negative Nancy's over here.
1: <laughs> and it's funny because when you grow up with your parents, you don't know how other people's parents are. And you don't know that your parents are abnormal. You might get a sense that they're abnormal. <laughs> but you might not fully appreciate how abnormal they are.
0: Especially in a way that's abnormally positive.
1: Yeah, especially abnormally positive. The negative you'll pick up on quick. (laughs) I mean, I think you guys are hoarders. (laughs) Based on this TLC show that I've been watching. (laughs) But they are also extremely positive. I first recognized this as being unique when I was in college. It took that long. I was on a Skype call with my boyfriend at the time. And I had just been looking up my transcript and I had a really rough quarter the quarter before. I almost failed some classes. And so I was looking at my transcript and I saw I had three A's for this quarter. So like any little child does, who's an adult child, I (laughs) was like, hey, Pachi, that's what I call my dad. I got three A's this quarter. And my dad was like, the most excited person on the planet because literally our parents think we're the most amazing people on the planet. And he was like, three A's? That's wonderful. Something along those lines. Positive reinforcement. (laughs) And he wasn't just being positive to be positive. Like he was genuinely that excited, like more excited than me, even though I was very excited. And then, you know, my dad leaves the room and I look over at the Skype call and my boyfriend at the time is literally crying. And it was hard for him because he said that his parents were never that excited for him to be doing that. Well, i like, mind you, I got three A's. I also got like three B's or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and so for him, it put into perspective that he had gotten a lot of negative feedback. And for me, it was like one of the first times I realized like how positive both my parents always are. Like they just think we're wonderful. They think everything's wonderful. They are always, they always have a really good attitude about everything.
0: It's so true, Sammy. I think about when we were driving across the country, when I was moving from Austin to California.
1: One of our parents' favorite activities.
0: They love driving. I think you do have to be the world's most positive people to enjoy driving (laughs) that much. But I was really nervous because I had spent a lot of my time in San Francisco where people break into your car all the time. And so I was anxious that we had to do an overnight in Arizona. And I was very worried about our stuff getting stolen. I was being kind of rude about it honestly and my dad was like they're just things like if anything happens like not like who cares but just like this attitude of like they're just things and honestly that was like a very humbling moment for me because I was like you're right like yes I want to take my important stuff in the hotel with me but I was like okay like I can only do so much to control this situation and I can't get attached to the outcome like that's not it's not worth it there are so many other things to like be positive about in this world. And yeah, I had a similar moment
1: where I was like, yeah, you're right. They are just things. It's true. Our parents, both our mom and our dad, extremely positive people. And one thing I realized being positive and also seeing them be super positive and then interact with the regular regular world is a lot of people perceive this positivity as Naive, maybe a little bit crazy, dumb, or Pollyanna. People have this association with negativity and criticism, and intelligence and positivity with unintelligence.
0: If I, I would say I think if you are kind of more negative person, I don't necessarily think that's like a baseline, Mm -hmm. but like the people who speak out on it, who are so suspicious of it, I'm always like, why are you so suspicious of just being optimistic? And that's exactly what happened to me when I was in my workplace. Like, I came out of that conversation with my manager, I was bawling, and I ended up actually connecting with one of our cousins, who,
1: once again, positivity tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even even in the not direct family. Extended family. Positive people. And I will say, our family is, is pretty positive, I will say, on both sides.
0: Yeah, 100%. And that's a, a lot of people.
1: Mm-hmm. Hundreds, maybe thousands.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, at least a hundred cousins. If you go past that for sure more. If you go past that, God knows where it stops. But my cousin listened to what I was saying and I was like, you know, I'm in this work environment, it's super stressful, like I'm underperforming, I'm worried I'm gonna get fired. And I'm hearing this talk. Like I had so many people at my company, well intentioned, like my coworker that quit told me that I should start looking for a job. He was like, You need to get out of here. And I was just like so confused because I was like stressed, and I didn't know what to do. And he really helped me reframe. And he was like, look, all you can do is control the outcome. If you are happy at this job, and you think you're not doing well, put in the work, try to get better. And then don't worry about what happens in the end. Like this is that's all you can control. And so I really took that to heart. Because also my parents, the people in my family had like a similar attitude. And I knew I I didn't want to quit. Like I didn't want to interview for another job. And so I like doubled down. And at every moment people were like, You're not interviewing? You're not quitting. And I was like, no, seriously, like I'm not. I'm not interviewing. I'm not secretly interviewing. And another guy on my team was like, Wow, you're so positive. Again, not really with a positive attitude. Not necessarily a compliment. Until at the end, look, I still got let go of my job. But I turned my own work around, like I ended up doing really well, which helped me realize that there were just like external factors that weren't working out for me. But my manager, my solutions architect, manager, manager, like three levels up, like they were giving me so much positive feedback. They had a happy hour for me when I left. My manager, the same one who told me that I should be interviewing, had everybody like say positive things about me and like say something nice. It just really showed me that even though I did feel like I was sometimes wrong, like I had this faith that being positive was the right mentality and like to try to work through it and control what I could control. But I didn't really know until I saw the outcome that, yes, maybe I still ended up losing my job, but people's perceptions of me were just so different because I was just so willing to not get like, not let everything that was going On, like, get me down.
1: I find that really inspiring, Michelle. And I think it's a good time to bring up your being positive versus toxic positivity. Toxic positivity kind of came from this idea that there is just so much positive psychology media out there and people out there who are just like, it doesn't matter how hard your situation is, just be positive. If you were positive, you wouldn't be in this situation. And The problem with that is it really doesn't acknowledge other people's struggles and maybe what other people are going through, and it kind of just forces positivity on them when maybe that's not what they're feeling. So it's almost telling them to kind of hide their feelings or hide what they're really experiencing and just put a little positive, happy face on it.
0: Which doesn't solve anything. Like you can't fake your feelings. It's like what we were talking about with self-compassion. You need to acknowledge to yourself how you feel. And if that's unhappy or sad or not positive, then it, it's not helpful to like try to fake it till you make it.
1: And I think a big difference between being positive versus toxic positivity is one comes from like a more internal place, and one, it feels more external. If you're in a tough situation and you say to yourself, Hey, like I have a choice here, I'm gonna. Choose the positive route and try to see the bright side of things, even though this is a difficult situation. That's one thing. But if you are in a difficult situation and you start thinking, well, I feel like people think or these people are actually telling me that I need to just be positive because it originates from an external place, I think that's what really makes it toxic. It's not something that inspired you on your own, it's something that came from the outside, is almost like forcing you to do that. Like it's like a checklist.
0: Yeah, especially sometimes people literally are telling you to be happy, be positive, look on the bright side. And I think that's very different. Yeah. Like, I think it's different to be like, oh, you should like this. Oh, you should be so honored to be here. You should be happy. Or like one of the worst versions of this, I think, is, oh, there are people dying out there or, oh, people are going through worse things. I don't think invalidating your feelings with other people's pain and suffering is helpful for anybody. Like, we're on our own spectrum regardless. And it just makes you feel guilty and bad. And I think those to me feel like toxic positivity, like either that internal dialogue or external dialogue that's like, well, you don't have a right to feel bad.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, positivity shouldn't limit us, positivity should give us choices. And I saw this TED talk by Samantha Ria where she talks about positivity and specifically about positivity giving us choices. I think when we're in a hard situation, if we ourselves recognize that we can focus on the negative of the situation or we can focus on the positive and we willingly make a choice to focus on the positive, then that kind of liberates us of having constant negative thoughts in our brain. It's very different than someone just telling you you need to stop and invalidating your feelings. It's literally you on your own choosing to take a different route.
0: That's so true, Sammy. It's like when I spoke with our cousin Joey about my work situation, like his advice wasn't, oh, get over it. Or it wasn't like that. It was like, hey, you can only control one thing. And if you want to stay at this company, there's no point in trying to be negative or like get caught up in things that I can't control like the politics of the office. Really, all he was suggesting was like, hey, like control what you can control the same as our dad like it's just materials it's the same kind of attitude i think where you can kind of let go of the outcome a little bit can help you be more positive in the moment and make you see like hey like i have ownership in this moment even had i chosen to interview and leave i think that still would have been an okay option and like one i could have done with like positivity and optimism but i would have seen that like i have options i wouldn't have wallowed in self-pity about
1: like the situation that i was in That's exactly right, Michelle. And so takeaways for this episode. One, if you naturally have a positive nature or you're always looking on the bright side of things and you're noticing that people perceive you in a certain way because of that, that's okay.
0: You're not
1: naive or dumb or (laughs) unintelligent because you're positive. You just have a different framework for looking at the world. And personally, I do believe that those things also manifest positive things in your reality. So... Don't be discouraged. We are in the same boat.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this was the episode that we needed in some ways. Not right now. I don't think I'm being overly accused of being positive right now. But I think like looking back, I'm really happy to see like in moments where I was able to choose to be positive and choose to be optimistic, how it really paid off. And I think the reason this conversation is important is because like in those moments, like it, it is hard to know. Like there was a part of me that was really indulging in like negative talk, in just wanting to like really think the worst things about like the company and the situation I was in. And it really put me in a mindset that wasn't helpful because I was just being affected by everything. I didn't have any control. And so I think that's one of the advantages of like genuine positivity is to be able to like do all those things that we said take control of your situation, see the options that you have. And to me, part of it is letting go of the outcome. Like that's something that I've been exercising a lot. Like, hey, I don't know how this ends. Life is going to happen regardless though. And so I'm just going to move towards hoping for the best.
1: I agree, Michelle. And our second takeaway for the episode, acknowledge that some people may feel that positivity can be toxic sometimes. And a way we can make space for that is not trying to project our positivity onto other people. We need to hold space for what they're experiencing. If they're having a hard time, if things are really difficult, the answer is not to just tell them to look at the bright side. It's to hear them out and just listen to the situation that they're in.
0: I agree, Sammy. It's so important to hold space for other people's emotions and feelings. And we're all on different points of our journey. And... There might be something with how they're reacting that is good and serving them in that moment. Mm -hmm. We don't really have like the capability or the skills to tell someone like, hey, just be positive.
1: Mm -hmm. Just be positive. Exactly. And if they have rebel personality, they're not going to like that. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. I have experienced that before. I'm actually going to become more negative. because You know what?
0: Screw you. I'm negative now. And it's (laughs) your fault. (laughs) Exactly. But you know what, Sammy, I also will say, I think it's okay to also set boundaries on positivity and negativity, whichever one is like bothering you. And I want to give an example here. When the tower fell on our house, you know, things were kind of crazy uh, mentally. Like, I think I shifted between positive and negative a lot. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment when we were in that VRBO with bedbugs that <laughs> I was just going down. A negative mental space it felt like the world was against us which almost seems crazy to say now to me because like it doesn't it was like three days but the point being is that sammy was like i honestly like can't hear this like she just set a strong boundary with me that was like hey like this like negative talk isn't helpful for me as much as i wanted to wallow in my self-pity in that moment i'm happy she did because one like i don't want her to bring her down She needs to have the emotional capacity to be able to handle what I'm saying. And in that situation, the side effect actually was that like, even though I kind of had to sit with those feelings, it also helped me realize that I was really indulging in negativity. And I really think negativity begets negativity.
1: Exactly. And I think it is about drawing the boundary. You know, it's not saying you can't feel negative. It's saying you can feel negative, but I don't want to experience that right now.
0: I don't have the space to hold, like, your feelings and my feelings. hmm Both of our houses got knocked over by a tower.
1: Well, we live in the same house, but yes. That's <laughs> my point. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> Let us know what you guys think. Mm-hmm. Are you a positive person, a negative person? Do you subscribe to toxic positivity?
1: Are you a positive person who has been mocked for your positivity?
0: This is a positivity recovery group.
1: So this is, This is a safe space for positive people because <laughs> sometimes people... They don't always love the positive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people do. More people like positive than don't. So, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Let us know. StatusPostAdulting at gmail.com, Instagram at StatusPostAdulting.
1: We would love to hear from you. And most importantly, be sure to join us next time as we put down the rule book and we rethink the status quo. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the After Show! Welcome to the After Show! Today, in the After Show, we are going to be talking about examples of positive things that we sometimes do that can be perceived as naive. Because as extremely positive people, it can be (laughs) funny slash, you know, very self-aware to kind of point out the things that maybe other people who maybe aren't on the same positive page as us might think are odd and a little bit strange.
0: Look, we totally get it. <laughs> we totally get it. we like, we', we get don't, it.
1: We, we just we're can't speaking it. to the choir here, yeah. and we just want, you know, to kind of maybe give an outside perspective of how people see us in our robes singing at church,
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is not actually a real image because neither of us can sing, unfortunately,
1: unfortunately.
0: We but we're still kind of positive,
1: podcast. yeah, for sure. we are very positive about our voices, but oh, yeah. we are also aware unfortunately of the not shown the reality. I know for me, one thing is, you know, with my spiritual counselor, I created some manifestations based off of thoughts I was experiencing, turned them on the positive, and I put that manifestation list which I typed up on Canva. Great editing software free.
0: Not a sponsor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I put that on my bathroom mirror. I was looking at that and I was like, God, you know, it just every time I read it, it just gets me going, you know, like At first, I'm like reading it. And then by the end, I'm like, yes, like manifestations come. And then I thought, you know, if other people I knew entered my home, maybe my coworkers or something, people who know me, but maybe don't fully know me, and they saw that I would probably be a little bit embarrassed. And I think it's because there's something about being like so vulnerably positive that just (laughs) (laughs) it can be almost embarrassingly positive sometimes.
0: I know it's true, Sammy. It's like. You know, like, sometimes you're, like, in a meeting or something and mm-hmm. you're, like, ooh, I wonder what they're going to talk about. And somebody's, mm-hmm. like, uh, well, you know, all this stuff is going on. And you're, like, mm mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Or oh, there may be snacks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Literally, me every meeting.
0: I'm, like, bring the Tupperware, ladies, because we got a meeting today. Me, isn't it nice, though, that we have a half an hour to chill and just listen <laughs> to people talk? <laughs> but, like, I can't, like, I don't want to be, like, too positive sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true.
0: I imagine I haven't had meetings in a long time, but if I did, that's how yeah, it would be.
1: I agree. You know, I had I used to have this medical assistant, and she would draw a little heart on her face, and it looked like a mole, but it was a heart. And at first, I, I got tricked. I thought it was a mole. I'm like, oh my god, do you have a mole in the shape of a heart? That's amazing. And she's like, no, I just draw it on every morning. Hmm. Like she is the most positive person, and it's the same thing. Like I know she's probably like also experiences that positivity, but then also other people seeing her as naive because of that. And the truth is, is like that positive attitude has literally like she came up from a pretty hard situation. And I do think the reason she can overcome it is because she kind of has these blinders to the negative And she's like, we're pushing forward and I'm going towards my dream no matter what.
0: That's a good point, Sammy. I think sometimes we're limited by what we can see. And so for us, like our parents... Super, super positive people have really turned their own lives around and created like a beautiful life for us. And so for us, that's the framework for success. And it's hard to not buy into that. Yeah. Maybe if someone is in the opposite, where they're like the most negative parents in the world, but they also turn their life around, like they might be like, yeah, hey, you know, you got to be realistic. You got to be, uh, you know, don't get too excited about things.
1: Yeah. I think, I think it is hard, you know. It wasn't our experience necessarily, but our parents' experience where they really turned around negative situation and made it positive. And because of that, I think it's hard for me not to be positive because I'm like, I I just really do have a hard time believing that things are not possible or that you can't achieve things that you want to achieve.
0: It's true, Sammy. And when it comes to being like, you know, your positivity may or may not be naive, sometimes I feel like that, like, in like the work that I do, like – With, like, creating the podcast and writing Mm -hmm. and people are always like, okay, like, um, what's your goal? I'm like, oh, to, like, publish weekly. And they're like, and then what? And then I'm like, and then success. (laughs) You never know what kind of magic will happen. I mean,
1: who knows?
0: (laughs) What kind of exciting things could come out of this? (laughs) I know. People
1: always ask, like, so, like, why did you guys think you could make a podcast? Or, like, what gave you that idea? I'm like,
0: hmm. Hmm. I don't know.
1: Maybe one person told us that we could be podcast hosts, or maybe they even said that they feel like they're on a podcast, they didn't say that we could be a host.
0: An Uber driver once said something to me about having a podcast, but me and my girlfriend were just gabbing. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs>
1: seed planted. <laughs> seed planted. Just felt like it was the right thing to do. I had no doubt that we could do it. <laughs> so true. Another big thing that I think people see as, like, positively Pollyanna is self-help books. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, what book are you reading? I'm like, oh, I will teach you to be rich. How
0: to make friends and influence people. <laughs> How to fall in love.
1: <laughs> How to become a straight A student. You're so good they can't ignore you.
0: <sighs> it's so true. I feel like you see this stuff online a lot where it's like, reading self-help books is not going to change your life. Or reading all this positive stuff is not going to change your life. And I'm like, maybe, but can't hurt.
1: <laughs> can't hurt me, David Goggins. <laughs>
0: What you're right, really? you Need some discipline, it's freedom. <laughs>
1: I know. I get where people are coming from because if those books don't resonate with you, that's okay. That's not your thing.
0: They might need some big magic, but I can't <laughs> say.
1: <laughs> they may need some big magic. Maybe they need the hardest way. Who knows?
0: You got to learn how to not be a no-limit person.
1: <laughs> I do think that if you're positive and you just like self-help books, honestly, they're great. I cannot say anything negative about them. They have changed my life so drastically.
0: I agree I'm like sometimes you just read them all and then one of them hits and
1: boom Mm -hmm. your life has changed yeah you only have to have like a paragraph hit and it can cause a serious change
0: it's so true and maybe that's something for everybody you know like we're not big social media people but other people might feel very motivated by that so Mm -hmm. can't say I don't you know I can't yuck somebody's yum exactly and I think, you know, one final cherry on top to all of this is like, it's not like we don't experience negativity or hardship or sadness. For sure. Or like every time something bad happens, this is where I think the toxic positive actually comes in. When something bad happens and people are like, what's the silver lining? What's the silver lining? Like, uh, that's not really like the mental space that I'm in. I think mm-hmm. it's just like a natural sense of like gratitude and like being like, okay, like here's the bad, here's the good and finding that I typically come out positive outside of the other end yeah maybe that's a coping mechanism maybe it's like the like the raft that i need but i don't think it's too bad
1: i agree michelle i know i accidentally toxic positivity to you the other day when the power really went out.
0: oh yeah i was just a little stressed out
1: <laughs> no understandable it's like but i was kept being like oh you know what this is just like india and like the candles and it's kind of romantic and oh you can see all the stars i wasn't acknowledging <laughs> your mood at the time which was kind of actually fear for the darkness.
0: Yeah, I didn't like that we were suddenly plunged into the dark, especially when the whole neighborhood went. But, you know, after we talked about it, you gave me space to speak my fears out loud, which helped you create a safe space for me. And then we went to Starbucks, and they did not let us inside once again.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. yes, once again, Starbucks. The car <laughs> went out, and then they closed the indoor doors. They are not doing this on accident.
0: <laughs> let me tell you what I'm not optimistic about. Starbucks... <laughs> Being a resource in the apocalypse. (laughs) Literally. They are going to lock their door and say drive-through only. Uh Uh-huh. Hope you get a latte while the zombies eat you. Oh, you
1: want a pumpkin bread? The oven's closed. We're cleaning it. (laughs) (laughs) Real thing that happened. (laughs) But we got our Starbucks, and then we went on a little walk, and we looked at the stars, which were very apparent because the whole city was dark. And
0: (laughs) it was beautiful. And And there was this mariachi band playing in the background. Very strange mix. But our neighbor was having a party. We both saw shooting stars. Oh yeah, we did. We think We (laughs) don't.
1: Honestly, too large.
0: (laughs) Other things we're not optimistic about.
1: (laughs) Comets falling on the planet.
0: All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Love you. Bye. Bye.